Welcome to The Brilliant, where brilliant people with brilliant ideas are working to make the world a little brighter. Hey, everybody. Thanks for joining us once again. This is Jay from The Brilliant Podcast. And our guest today is Lexi Pitson, who also has been a part of Team Brilliant. She's moved on from there. She was one of the original people that were with us on that road trip down to Orlando, where we were able to come up with the ideas that form the the core behind the brilliant and now she's moved on from that and she is doing her own thing off in far flung places of the world you're mostly based out of minnesota but right now you're in utah so just all over the place so thanks for joining us and i i think probably a great place for us to start off lexi is what are you doing right now what is it that is taking your time up right now i'm actually In my career, I graduated in April, so I'm a copywriter. I work remotely, which is why I'm able to live in Minnesota, and then now I'm out in Utah right now. But a lot of people don't really know what copywriting is. The easiest way to explain it is to say that it's ghostwriting. Basically, I work for a marketing agency. Uh, We have clients, and then I just write content that they can post on their website without putting my name on it. It's like their content. So I basically write for a living. That's what I'm doing right now. Awesome. That's fantastic. So what kind of stuff do you write? I think that's part of the question that people have is Mm -hmm. when somebody is doing that copywriting thing, if they know even what that is, what are some of the things that you end up writing? Is it like how-to articles? Is it marketing copy? So it kind of depends on the client and we have a few different clients. The one that I'm working on right now is career development content. So I write a lot of like how to write a resume to become this or how to become this, different paths you can take. Just writing about a lot of different careers and skills, just learning about a bunch of different things at the same time. Usually I write about three 1500 word articles a day, and then we can take extra freelance articles also. Okay, cool. So extra freelance articles, meaning ones that are not given to you by the main company that you work for, you're allowed to go and and take other things, or is this all coming kind of from the same company? It's actually from the same company. It's the exact same things that I would typically write. But once I hit my quota, because it's very quota-based, they want you to hit your number of words and your number of articles to make sure the client has enough to post. But if you would like, you can take extra articles outside of your quota and get paid extra. And those typically are for international clients. So the ones that I'm writing this week are for our client, but the Australia version. Oh, interesting. Huh. Yep. So you get to kind of switch things up. I'm sure that there's some cultural things that you maybe even didn't realize were there until you started having to figure out, okay, how does this sound in Australia as opposed to in America? Yeah. It's really interesting to see because besides how they spell a few things differently, there's also certain words the client provides that they want us to write differently. Like I think Australia has a different way that they say garbage can. I think they might say rubbish bin. But we also have an Australian editor to catch all of those things, so we don't have to worry too much. Oh, that's really interesting. Yeah, just how the language differs in two places that are ostensibly speaking the same language. But it's still English. It's just, it's different. Yeah. It's cool to learn about. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Neat. 
Well, I know that one of the reasons that I asked if you were taking that from your company or, or someplace else was that you've kind of got the entrepreneurship bug. You also kind of do your own thing with your own art. Is that still going? That was definitely happening while you were here in Tallahassee or has copywriting sort of taken up all of your time for that? So I'm definitely still doing it. I would say it slowed down because working full-time is very different from working part-time and different from being in school. But yeah, I'm definitely still doing it, still posting designs on Redbubble, making stickers, posting on my Instagram. And then my next venture with the sticker business is going to be TikTok. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah, nice. Yep. That's an interesting place to be for sure. What kind of stuff are you planning on doing with a TikTok channel then? Definitely just advertising my stickers, but in video form. I think TikTok is a great place to just appeal to a bigger audience. And I've noticed that a lot of businesses are really exploding once they start advertising on TikTok. So yeah. I'm just going to use it solely as a marketing tool, but I think it could really lead to some growth. Okay. So, so you're not looking to be a TikTok influencer. Uh, no, no. Nope. Right. <laughs> but it might happen. You never know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fantastic gone through a lot of change in just the last little bit. You said, you know, April you graduated and then you've been shifting into this new career in copywriting and continuing on some things like your Redbubble and, and your art and making stickers and stuff. What have been some of those learning moments that you've had as you've shifted? Because I think a lot of our listeners are interested in what that looks like. A lot of them are either considering changes themselves or they might even be in the midst of those changes. Definitely graduating was a huge change, bigger than I even expected, I think. Being a student is really like, you don't have to have things figured out, you don't know what you're doing yet. And then I guess I thought that I was gonna be in my dream career right away. And then I got this job, and while I really enjoy it, it's not what I expected to be doing. And I kind of just like, I just took a couple of years, I think, to just work this job, build up some money, get some experience, learn from people before I move on to the next thing. And I guess one thing that I've learned is that it's not going to be linear, probably. I'm going to do a couple different things before I settle into what I'm actually going to, like my calling, what I'm going to be doing for the rest of my life. I don't think I'll be copywriting forever. I don't even think I'll be writing forever. Like a couple months ago, I thought I was going to go into journalism and that completely shifted. So that's one thing that I learned is that just my whole growing up career adulthood is not going to be linear. Oh yeah, that's a great way to put it too, that it's not linear. That doesn't mean mm -hmm. that it's not going in the direction that you thought maybe it would go, but it's not in a way that's just as simple as point A to point B. And yeah, I, I think that's a huge learning moment. Yeah. yeah, it's not a line as much as like a roller coaster. Right, right, right. Yeah. yeah. So sometimes with loop-de-loops and sometimes with, mm -hmm. yeah, all sorts of different stuff. I, I totally understand that. Cool. Yep. As you kind of think through like, okay, w what those have been, how have you been able to adjust and shift as you've been on the roller coaster? What have been some of the skills that you've needed in order to you know, stay on the roller coaster, if you will? A big one for me is patience. And that's something that I've always struggled with because I want things instantly. I want to see results for the work that I'm putting in. But when it comes to your career, you're not getting feedback and results as frequently as you would in college. Like when you get your grades or you see your GPA or get your degree, I think for your career, you'd have to be a lot more patient and willing to wait to see your work pay off. Like you're getting paid, but as far as moving forward in your career. So that's a big thing for me is just being patient, being willing to put in the work and wait to get the promotion or the new job. Yeah. 
patience is huge and patience yep. also helps you to work through those those parts of the roller coaster where you know obviously point a to point b would be a lot faster but you have to take this sort of wandering path and so you need that patience in order yep. to to get that how do you start to engender that patience <laughs> like you know how does that happen because i think that's one thing that a lot of times we talk about patience and we say things about patience like it's going to take patience or that oh i'm, I'm just trying to be patient with this but how did you actually get to that point because we don't often talk about what the skills are and, and what the disciplines are or even the mindsets that make us yeah. patient yeah it's hard to say what exactly you can do to start being patient because it is just a mindset shift i think part of it comes with growing up and maturing a little bit is you're okay to just wait for a little while just consciously slowing down and consciously telling yourself i am being patient right now i'm in kind of like a waiting and growing period and part of that is just trying to think as positively as you can. And another thing that helps for me personally is just mapping out my future and all these points that I'm going to get to, even if it's not right now. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And so some of it is is just kind of that awareness of this isn't going to be linear and that's okay. I'm, I'm going to be okay with it not being linear. We've reached the halfway point in the podcast, and I would like to turn the attention towards our listeners. So all of you listening at home, in the car, at the gym, wherever you are, this next question is for you. One of our values at The Brilliant is beauty. So I wanted to know, when you step back and review where you are in your life at this moment, where do you see the beauty in your life? Make sure to send us your responses on social media for a chance to be featured in our next podcast. We will be reposting our big brilliant question on our social media throughout the week as well for those who haven't heard the podcast yet. I look forward to reading over your responses. Going back to copywriting, for some people, I, I think they're kind of like, how do you even do that? How do you write something that you're just being given this sort of assignment and where do you find the inspiration to do that so that you're doing good work? Time management is really important for copywriting because a lot of days you wake up and my company even had a meeting about this, about writer burnout, but a lot of days you wake up and you're like, I don't want to write about the same thing over and over again today. I don't feel like writing for eight hours. You just have to manage your time and force yourself to do it. And then if there's a day for me that writing is just not happening, my company allows us to just like kind of write less that day and write more the next day. So oh, yeah. taking time to refresh, taking breaks, because in writing jobs, burnout is pretty common, especially copywriting, just because the subject material can be a little bit dry. But it also helps to have kind of a support system at work, getting to know the other copywriters, getting to know my team leads so that we can kind of vent about things when we're not feeling it, bounce ideas off of each other. Sometimes we trade our articles when we're really not feeling them. So there's a lot of different steps that you can take to make it easier and make sure that you're not getting burnt out. Oh, interesting. Yeah. They, so, so in that, I, I kind of hear a little bit of what you were saying about patience that, you mm -hmm. know, sometimes it's, it's about the awareness of, Hey, like I'm going to manage this. I'm going to keep on putting one foot in front of the other, but that's not always going to look the same every day. Some days are going to be more productive. Some days are going to be less productive, but as long as what we're doing is we're, we're coming out of this with you know, the kind of right averages, then, then we'll be okay. And yep. then you, you mentioned your sense of community there. So how do you build that community? Are, because you're working remotely, I assume 
everybody else is working remotely? So is this all like Zoom meetings and such? Or where is that community coming from? Yeah, so our company has a couple in-person offices, one in Florida and one in Arizona. Unfortunately, I'm not in Florida anymore, so I can't really go, but we at least have bases. And then everybody else is pretty much remote. And that's not just because of COVID. Copywriting has kind of always been remote oriented, but because of that, we can kind of form friendships and form community around the fact that we're all doing this from home. We are a big thing to stay connected. We don't use Zoom really, and we don't use email, it's Slack. So we have all these different Slack channels to talk about different things and hobbies and stuff so that people can get to know each other on a personal level too. And that really helps a lot with staying motivated and staying connected is that you don't know people just because of work. You start to get to know them as friends too. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. So you get to know sort of the whole person. And then I imagine that as you're reading the writing, the sense of that whole person then starts to come through and you start to understand where they're coming from. Yeah. Yeah. Great. So speaking of that, we're all human beings. We all have you know, different stuff that's going on in our lives and different things that are impacting the work that we bring forward. But one of the big questions that we really feel passionately about with Brilliant is that when you're aligning what you believe and what you're doing, that your work is going to be better. So how do you do that? How do you align what you believe and and what you're doing here with the copywriting or what you're doing with making stickers or becoming a a TikTok influencer? How do you align your beliefs and the stuff that you do? So I'm a Christian. And although I'm definitely not a perfect Christian, there are a lot of major values that I carry with me every single day. So a big one for just having a regular job is empathy because you never know what people are going through. And it's really important to think about things from the place of another person so that you understand them, especially the people that you work with. Like if somebody says something that like strikes a nerve or it hits you the wrong way, it's a really good idea to be able to take a deep breath and see things from the perspective of another person. And that's something that helps me a lot in my job and just in my personal life. That's a really important one. And then I guess the other thing would be how I work. Because one thing that I've realized not really getting to my dream place in life yet in just kind of this waiting period is that God doesn't really care what my job is. The point is that I'm doing it well and I'm reflecting him as much as I can. So I'm working hard. I'm showing integrity, showing love, patience, kindness as much as I can. Yeah. And especially in terms of the copywriting job, that Mm -hmm. sense of empathy and I'm sure you have to use that muscle a lot as you're thinking through, okay, how do I write this? How do I think from the perspective of the person who's reading this? How do I think about the perspective of the person who at the end of the day is the end user of this, who's kind of hiring me to do this? Then on top of that, what is my character like day in, day out? And how is that continuing this to go? And and all of those things too can help you on, like we were saying, that roller coaster ride through, okay whatever this is, and then just the benefit of knowing, hey, God doesn't care where I'm at in the roller coaster. He doesn't care if I'm closer to point A than to point B because he's there with me the entire time. That yeah, exactly. That's a great sense to have in this is you know, we have these goals and these dreams and they matter to God, but they don't matter to God in a way that says, oh, you have to be at this point or you have to, like your job, you have to hit your quotas. God doesn't have those quotas for you. Um, yeah. He's just like, oh, right, do do you, yeah. 
Well, hey, thanks for taking the time to do the interview with us, Lexi. It's great seeing you again and blessings on your continued journey from point A to point B and the roller coaster in between. If people do want to check out your stickers, how can they find you there? My Instagram is at glowinglymade. I'm also on glowinglymade.com. Otherwise, my other Instagram has my link too. It's Lexi Pitson, L-E-X-I-E-P-I-T-Z-E-N. Awesome. Thanks. And we'll put those in show notes and, and all of that. Well, thanks again for being with us, Lexi, and have a great day. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for having me. All right. Thank you to all of our listeners for tuning into the Brilliant Podcast. We appreciate every stream. If you enjoy what you hear and would like to stay updated with us, please connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and Twitter at The Brilliant. We love to hear from you all and continue to improve based on feedback from you. Thanks again for listening.